What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am back, I am black, and I am the Black Expat. I'm excited to be talking about a place that I have grown to love. Um, you guys know I have lived in Taiwan for 15 years, been to Thailand a lot, led tour groups to many places in Asia and all over the world. My second favorite being Australia. But recently I was, you know, very fortunate to go on a lengthy trip in Asia. I uh, took my best friend, went to Th- started in Thailand, then I went to Bali, Indonesia, and then I ended in Korea. But now I talked about Thailand and South Korea. I'm South Korea because it was just different, right? It was a shorter trip. I wanted to be in the moment. I finally had some downtime because it was a very long trip. So I wanted to talk about South Korea first. And then I jumped over to Thailand because that's where we started. Um, and things were kind of fresh. And honestly, it kind of aligned with how and when I was putting content out. But I definitely wanted to save Bali for last because, you know, there was a lot of uniqueness and revisionist history, if you will, for me there. Um, but I was honestly really, really pleasantly surprised at what I saw. Now, I want to preface this by saying before when I would travel, pre-pandemic, um, and before I got into luxury travel, I did backpacking to most places, right? Um, when I had clients, I had honeymoon clients and clients had a little bit more money, then yeah, I would give them more of an extravagant experience, right? But now I work exclusively, exclusively, exclusively with luxury clients. Um, and I, you know, I, I want to work towards providing more luxury experiences, right? And there are ways to do luxury within a, within a, a well-prepared budget too. Don't get me wrong. Now there are le- there are levels to luxury, right? There is I can get my own island. I can rent out the entire place. Luxury that you'll see from your Will Smiths, from your Kardashians, from you know from your presidents and all that stuff. And then there's you know like regular millionaires, <laughs> hundred thousand dollars level of luxury where okay, I'm spending between twenty five to a hundred thousand dollars on vacations a year or per vacation. But anywho, I want to scale it back because I got way into luxury. Didn't want to go that far into it, but I just wanted to kind of paint a picture for you guys. So when I was in Bali the first two times in Indonesia, um, I, you know, did the Airbnb thing, right? And this was before Bali was as popular and as big as it is now. Again, I went before there was Instagram. So um, no, no, right when Instagram had just launched. So it was just different, right? Airbnbs were literally $20 a night and it came with the pool and many rooms and super clean and the food was great. And there weren't many foreigners out there, especially that many black foreigners out there. Um, so it is a different experience. I mean, I did all the things that I send clients to do now, um, maybe not at the same level with private drivers and things like that. But, you know, we found a driver. So we had a private driver it just wasn't prearranged for us. Um, and, and it was wonderful, right? It was it was the snorkeling and the and the jet skis and the and the amazing beaches and the local food and the and the clubs and the bars and things like that. It was just a great experience. Um, this time going back, um, I was able to stay in um, five, five star hotels, five star resorts. I was able to see many of them, not stay, but visit and see and, you know, do scouting and all that to really get a feel of, you know, what I'm, what I'm walking into when I'm selling these things to clients and what my client is going to feel and experience when I get there. So outside of the client part, you know, it's also the black expect part. Like, what does this look like? Why do people pay $900 a night to stay at a place halfway across the world? Why do people pay three to $400 a night to stay in a luxury place halfway across the world, right? Because again, luxury varies. There's different levels of luxury. Um, and if it's five-star, you're gonna, you're guaranteed a certain level of, you know, of luxury. But if it's five-star at $900, then you're definitely expecting a different level of luxury. So I kind of want to talk through those. But my, my very first experience was somewhere in Bali that, and I stayed in Bali. I didn't go in many other places, but my colleagues did. And I got 
um, I got a lot of insight into that. So I have a lot of information, you know, videos and photos. So I wasn't physically there, but I was, I'm still connected to it because I have a lot of information in regards to it. Um, but I had seen and heard about these places before, but now I have so much, so much knowledge. But the first place I went was, uh, was in Munduk. So Munduk, Bali, um, was the place that I went. And it's like, it's in the jungle. You you can call it a forest if you want, but it's it's in the jungle. Literally, when we're driving, if you look on my Instagram, again, Carl Jr., Jr. spelled out J-U-N-I-O-R um, dot C-J, um, you'll see it. I put a video up. We're driving, uh, to put a reel up, I'm driving up a mountain. It was dark. It was like 9, 9 p.m. Um, and, you know, it's dark as hell. The roads are small. It looked like only one car could fit, but somehow they were making two cars going opposite directions fit. Had to have your brights on the whole time. Like, you were winding up this road, and all you see is just mountains and trees and forests and stuff. And, you know, you didn't see any deer running out because, again, it's in the jungle. Um, but there were a crap ton of dogs. Dogs, for some reason, like hanging out in the jungle in Bali. But, um, yeah, it was it was literally in the jungle. And you know me. You guys know me. I am not an outdoorsy person. I am not a, hey, let's go. <laughs> let's go camping. That's not the first thing I'm going to recommend. I will do it. Because I love trying new things, and I one of my you know things I want to do as as I'm in my younger years is to be more live adventurously, be more adventurous, try things out for the first time. Don't say no all the time. And my wife is very adventurous as well, but you know I'm not an outdoorsy person. So when I think of the jungle, I'm thinking of like bugs and stuff, and I'm like, oh no, bugs, you know, and animals that can kill you. Um, and I'm that's not really my forte. I like I like you know the more simple things, you know, beaches and running water and all that stuff. Um, but again, this was a luxury experience in the jungle. So I didn't, I, I, I removed all expectations and I was just, you know what, let's just dive into it. So we're driving up, it's dark, you know, and then we get on the actual property and it's amazing. Well lit, you know, a beautiful restaurant on the inside. As we're walking to our room, you know, the, the, there, there's lights everywhere on the ground and you can, it's pretty much a, a lighted pathway leads you up into your room. When you open the door, it's like, man, honestly, guys, the room in Munduk and where I stayed was a place called Munduk Cabins, also called Duma Cabins. So Munduk, M-U-N-D-U-K, um, is one separate cabin, but they're together. They're on the same property, but just separate. And the other one is called Duma, D-U-M-A, Duma Cabin, right? So I'm going to start with Munduk. And the first thing we see is Munduk Cabins. And open the door. And first first impression, like, unlike any other hotel I stayed in, unlike anything else I stayed in, um, it was great. It looked amazing. Huge bed headboard, you know, wood paneling, had a balcony that overlooked the mountains. It was dark, so you couldn't see the mountains, but you could see the balcony. Bathroom was great, big, spacious, super clean. I was like, oh, okay. A TV that hugged the wall, but then you can pull the TV out of the wall and you can face the bed so you can lay in the bed and watch TV. It was luxury. Again, go to my Instagram. There's a video there. Check it out. You guys need to look at it so you can understand what I'm saying, but until so you can visualize what I'm saying. And it's, it was amazing. I was like, oh, okay. This is what it feels like to be in the Again, it was the nighttime. So my initial reaction was, okay, cool place to sleep. Didn't see any bugs. I was like, cool. Again, in the jungle, you saw an ant or two. Not necessarily in the room or on the sheets or anything like that, but on the ground. Because, again, when you go onto the balcony, you let, you let bugs in. You might, see a, you might see an ant or two. But it was super clean. Again, I'm a clean freak. I don't do bugs. Super duper clean. Slept very well. It was very, it was just, it was just very serene, right? All we heard was nature at night. And it was a great place to sleep. So then we wake up, right? And then we're in Indonesia and then we go, what did we do the first night? Oh, we got up and then we went, um, we were supposed to go to a temple to have a, a, a blessing, a blessing ceremony, a water blessing ceremony. Priest wasn't there. He was out blessing other people. That's kind of funny. But we did walk through the jungle. We were like looking at these huge banyan trees and learning so much about what the jungle has, about how if you touch one of the leaves, you know, 
it can hurt you real bad and mess your skin up and you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh, that's that's too much. You're like, yeah, this kind of leaf right here. I was like, hey, brother, you touching that leaf. Why don't you stop touching that? But outside of the things that could kill you, <laughs> it wasn't that many, guys. You know me. I'm a little bit dramatic. It wasn't that many. It was a leaf and, you know, some spiders and some snakes and stuff like that. But they carved out the trail and our guy was very was very nice, right? So don't, don't let being afraid of those things stop you from going out and experiencing different things, right? You have to they're putting things in America that can kill you, like, I don't know, other people driving cars, and yet we get in the car and drive every day. So the jungle is same, 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 but different. Just watch where you step, be smart, ask questions, and you'll be fine. So yeah, and it was great. And we, you know, I was swinging from a tree like George at the jungle. It was just so great just walking in nature and learning about the history of Bali, how the jungle is being preserved, how even though there's hotels and, and Airbnbs up in the jungle that they're working on preservation, and it's just informing people about what's going what you know about bali about what's going on about Manduk, and it was just such a great experience and you know we were on this lake on this weird looking boat that kind of looked like a paddleboard but it wasn't like it was just a great experience and it ended with us on this serene natural lake that poured out from a waterfall and it was just great right it was absolutely stunning and then we went to this waterfall right and it was super early it was like 8 a.m and it was no one there and it's again on my instagram check it out it's not it's kind of deep down. It's like one of the first things, maybe eight eight reels ago. But check it out. It's what if I was amazing, right? And again, I'm not the kind of person, that if I'm not at the beach, I ain't taking my shoes off and getting in no water. I don't know what's at the bottom. I don't know if they got a little bug stuff. But again, I was living adventurously. Check out the video. I was all up in that water, literally super close to the waterfall, getting amazing photos of myself and my best friend, Blake. It was just great. It was a great experience. And this was all in Munduk, a place that I, again, I am a traveler. I knew about it because, you know, I work for a company that, and, you know, I have a colleague that owns you know, property there, but it was something that I, I wouldn't pick and choose to go if it was my vacation, right? And I that's why I love going back and revisiting places and just learning more because now I can recommend, hey, do you like nature? Do you want to be out, outdoors? Do you want to see beautiful waterfalls? Do you want to not just be driven there from your fancy Airbnb or your fancy hotel? You want to kind of like live, live in those areas? Yes, I can recommend that. And again, the room is stunning. The food was amazing. It was relatively inexpensive the food was and, and the drinks and stuff like that um they they had room service when i say room service you order a drink they bring it to your room food they bring it to your room breakfast they show up at your room you have breakfast on the balcony it was just everything right and i didn't even got to like bali like bali bali i'm in munduk you know right outside of bali like i didn't even got to that part sorry like right outside of the main city in downtown bali so it's like you know it was it was amazing and then the next day, again, and this is just day one, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is a great way to start. I'm like, I'm looking like the best travel planner ever because my best friend's like, oh, my God, girl, I didn't know. I'm like, hey, bro, yeah, I knew, I knew. I had no idea it was going to be that amazing, right? I'm thinking jungle in the, you know, out, out outside with nature. I'm like, huh, don't know what to expect. Glad it exceeded my expectations. But then the next day, because Munduk and Duma are on the same property, the next day we go to Duma cabins, and it's just, I didn't know when they said, hey, you have all the rooms on that particular cabin. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, two rooms. No, 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 Again, watch the video on my Instagram. I can't stress this enough. I want you guys to see it, to see how 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 taken aback I was. The master is upstairs, right? And the master has the kitchen, the dining area, the living room, and the outdoor port swing. Now, where it's located in the jungle, the mosquitoes don't go that high up. Now, I didn't even know this about mosquitoes. Mosquitoes don't really be going that high up. Had no idea. Yes, we were above the trees, some of the trees, so the mosquitoes weren't up there. So you can literally have your doors and windows open all day. No mosquitoes. Now, a bug or two may, may get in there, you know, some ants, maybe a, a wandering bee. 
but like mosquitoes and stuff no and i was like oh, okay cool that was dope but the room itself oh my goodness huge bathroom you guys know i'm a big bathroom guy huge bathroom huge bedroom with the tv huge room they had alexa and they said hey alexa play this alexa was playing the music it was just fantastic but then that was upstairs you go downstairs there's two more bedrooms four chairs sitting right outside overlooking the mountain still right and then the one the one bedroom with two beds they were like hey since it's only because it was only two of us there's only two of y'all so this is gonna be y'all massage room what and yes the best massages of my life were had in that room and then the other room was a full bed king size bed huge bathroom huge tv and that's where you know that's my friend blake slept because i definitely had the upstairs i definitely had the master because you know i planned it that's the benefit of planning stuff you kind of get first dibs on the really cool stuff but yeah i mean he was up there kicking in the main room you know he was playing games we had drinks coming in and then that's not it there's a hot tub and swimming pool steps away like 30 seconds you're there and then to the right of that there's a fire pit. So at night, you want to get away from the bugs? They start it for you. They give you marshmallows. They give you roasting sticks. All of that. Y'all, it's like $500 a night. Now, again, for all those bedrooms, $500 a night, two beds, three beds, four, four beds. That's like that's like $100 a night if you get like five people to go. Or three couples. Because you can make the one with two beds, make it into pushing beds together. You got one bed. Y'all y'all figure it out. Make it work. You see what I'm saying? And like it's just stuff like that. And it was just like, wow. So Duma Cabins was that what I'm describing. So you want to look up their, their Instagram, check it out. D-U-M-A, breathtaking. Munduke, the same, just amazing. It was just, I, I wanted to spend, I spent a lot of time talking about this, but because it's something that I originally wouldn't do, right? I wouldn't have thought to do. And I'm glad I have the experience because it was everything. And it opened my eyes to, guys, Indonesia is huge. It's not just Bali there. You have Java, Google Java, amazing. You have the Komodo Islands. You have private boat tours where you're seeing pink sand beaches and you have Sumba where you're riding on horses on the beach. These are free roaming horses. You know, don't 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 mess with the free ranging ones. Mess with the ones that got the saddles and stuff. But like it's just beautiful. But there's so much beyond Bali. Don't get me wrong. I stayed in Bali. Right. And I didn't know in Bali. There are hotels that like are built on cliffs overlooking the beach. There are hotels that are still built on cliffs, but you can walk down. And there's private beach access for you and your family and friends. There's so much. Again, I have these all these videos up. So if you haven't looked at them, go check them out. There's so many things on my Instagram. So many things to see. I'm going to keep plugging my Instagram, y'all. I know you're probably mad, tired of me saying it, but I'm going to keep saying it. because That's where I'm putting everything. And I want y'all to look at it and like it and share it with your friends. And ask me questions. Like, ask me more questions on there. I appreciate the ones that get on email. I appreciate that. But it's okay. Just message me on Instagram and say, hey, girl, you said this, but I don't see it. Can you post it real quick? Yeah, all right, cool. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but Bali was amazing. Indonesia was great. And I was there with, um, you know, I had tour guides and stuff this time because, again, I'm I'm imitating the type of experience that my client would have. And uh, that a client that would go there to celebrate honeymoons, you know, big special occasions, family trips, or just, you know, I just want to get away, get away with my boo thing. And it was just, it was everything. It was absolutely everything. And I feel like I've been talking really quickly during this, during this podcast. I'm trying to get through everything. And I don't want it to be too long. But guys, guys, I'm also really excited because I love podcasting. But guys, there's so much history, so much culture, so much beauty, so many amazing things that are worth seeing in Indonesia. Bali is great, right? You have the monkey temples. Man, we hiked this mountain. And who, baby? Exercise before you do it, because I was I was fortunate. I, I was doing leg day way before I went on, on the trip, because I just knew climbing the mountain was going to be rough. And, you know, honestly, the climb was only 30 minutes. But, you know, 
Blake ain't in the best shape of his life. He's in decent shape, but not the best. You know, we had to stop a lot. Um, but we made it to the top, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Like, you're seeing the sunrise. You're seeing the clouds in the sky. You're breathing in all this air, fresh air. And you're like, man, you can look across and see other people on a taller mountain. And the sun is coming up right over them. And you see the outline. These are things that, you know, before, I'd be like, oh, no, let's turn up. Like, yeah, it's cool to turn up and relax. But turn up, relax, and experience. Experience it all. Experience the culture. Meet local people. Go to local restaurants. Go outside the touristy areas. Ask questions. Like, Blake was great. He was like, hey, yeah, so, you know, where do you guys go to drink? Not where you would take us. Where do you guys go? And our guy was like, oh, yeah, I go here, here, and it's great, and they got loud music, got karaoke. We was like, that's what we want to go. We want to go to those places because, you know, we can stay at a nice hotel and hang out with those people. And yes, I need that the first three or four days. I just want to disconnect from everything and everybody. And I want to be on my, I want to be sitting somewhere on somebody's beach, shirt off, having a good time, drinking a, drinking a few cocktails and waking up when I want, getting massages when I want and chilling. Definitely do that. But the most rewarding parts of our experience were, I don't know, that waterfall in Mundu. Looking over the mountains and chilling in a hot tub in a cabin. Right, walking didn't do the 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 blessing at the temple, but instead we rode this boat across this lake, and we heard the locals talking about telling the stories and sharing the history and the culture, learning about the jungle, what makes it tick, what have they learned from walking these paths, right? Climbing Mount Batar, which was crazy, snorkeling and seeing a big ass stingray. I didn't get any photos or videos. I didn't do my GoPro this time. I should have. It's my fault. But we saw a giant stingray. Stingray. You guys know I don't even swim like that. I can swim. I learned. When I was 30, that was one of the things I wanted to do when I turned 30, and I made sure to do that. But I'm still, you know, I don't mess with the ocean like that. It's, just, it's too much water. It don't make no sense. Where does the water go? In the toilet, I see where the water goes. In the ocean, where does shit go? I don't know. It don't make sense to me. But it still doesn't stop me from snorkeling. I've been snorkeling in Australia. I've been in the Great Barrier Reef. Like, I've done that. And you're never going to see me say no to an experience, right? So, yeah, man, like, I know I spent a lot of time on Munduk, and, you know, maybe didn't go as much into Bali, but check out the photos and stuff but i feel like i touched on on the main point while in bali the greatest things i learned were from the people balinese people climbing the mountain making it a point to talk to my guide ask important questions seek new experiences and do new things bali indonesia is gorgeous munduk is gorgeous java is gorgeous sumba is gorgeous There's so many gorgeous places that i know sometimes you know we all only got two weeks off i ain't trying to do all that thinking well, you know what? The first, as you're planning for just two weeks and you're spending five, 10, 15, 20, however many thousands of dollars you're spending, I think it's worth putting that time in. I think it's worth saying, yeah, we can go to Cabo San Lucas, but what differently can I do in Cabo that other people haven't done? Or what differently can I do from my previous vacations? But trust me, I'm not saying this to say if you don't do that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I definitely understand timing and mental health and the amount of planning, again, that's why I'm people are like, why is travel agency still a thing? It's always just go online and click, click, click. No, it ain't. Not when you're not going someplace you've never been. You don't understand the culture and the customs. Travel agents will always be important, especially for places like America where we want to go outside and do stuff. But I, like, the first thing we say, I don't know nothing about that. So if you're thinking about going to when you say, you don't know nothing about that, reach out to somebody. Again, I'm a great travel agent. Always ask me questions, reach out to me. But there are so many other amazed people out there with ideas too. Don't just rely on Instagram either. They're going to show you what they get paid to show you. Oh, look at how nice this is. Hey, overpay for this. But ask somebody that's been there. Make a friend randomly. 
like or go there one time for a short time connect with people meet local people get recommendations ideas go see and you can visit hotels if you want to hey i'm thinking about staying here can you guys show me around most hotels will say yes oh yeah we sure we'll show you around what are you looking to see i just want to see what a standard room looks like and get information on pricing places will do that i know it sounds weird like like i'm again i'm not saying fly 25 hours to bali and do this if it's that far get some help but if you know you have time in your schedule to go to a place twice or you want to go or you just have friends that are going there ask these questions these are important like bali indonesia this trip for me because that's where i went right and i was there and being able to experience Munduk and Duma cabins and staying at the Como, Como Uma Abud uh, and Abud was just amazing. These were just transform a transformative experience for me. Um, and I want to speak to it. I hope you guys could hear from the start of this podcast to the end, just the excitement in my voice, right? Again, I'm very fortunate to be able to plan the types of trips now that I used to in the past. I call it, again, I call it just the evolution of my experience in travel. I started from the bottom. I was in backpacking, moved up to my own style of travel, which is, you know, medium budget. And I'm fortunate to learn and grow and improve in, in the luxury travel industry. My, my goal is to become one of the best travel planners in the world and have one of the most impactful travel podcasts ever created. And I'm going to do whatever I can to get there. And experiences like these just help me become more, you know, just more equipped and more prepared. So when I walk into an interview, or I walk when I'm launching a business or I'm talking to someone, I'm like, hey, I know what I'm talking about. And this is why. I hope you guys can hear and feel that. But again, it's been a long podcast, but I love y'all. And thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Y'all know me. My name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out you.